my vision for the future is always grounded in legacies from the past. And so I am never starting from scratch. In this dystopian present, it seems like more and more folks are seriously considering the possibility of a radical new future. The pandemic and the uprisings against police violence and white supremacy have uprooted the status quo. Changes in day-to-day life have spurred more discussions around broad structural changes to American society, like universal health care, universal basic income, and the abolition of prisons and police. Some people have been envisioning new futures for years and decades. They've been doing work within themselves and in their communities to actualize those futures. In this Southside Weekly series, I talked with five folks who have been doing the work of envisioning a new future since before the pandemic. They are artists, abolitionists, designers, and organizers. In these interviews, we don't talk much about the futures they're imagining. Instead, I ask them about what processes and tools they use to envision new futures. Then, based on their input, I've created prompts for you to do to start to think about what new future you want for yourself and your communities. This episode features Chandra Christmas Rouse. Chandra was recently named one of the nine 2020 Rad Lab Outside of the Walls Fellows from Three Walls an arts organization that fosters contemporary art practices responding to lived experiences. The Three Walls Fellows are all working on projects in their neighborhoods that imagine alternative ways towards racial equity through the lens of radical imagination and racial justice. Chandra is an artist, an urban planner, and a social justice advocate. She brings the tools of urban planning to her work of building towards liberatory futures. My vision for the future is always grounded in legacies from the past. And so I am never starting from scratch and I'm drawing on so much dreaming and and work that has been done to get us to this moment. Chandra says that when she first started doing urban planning, she experienced a lot of cognitive dissonance within the field. As a Black woman, she knew how urban planning had contributed to the inequity in her communities. I'm in this moment of transitioning where I was trying to bring a lot of gender and race political struggles to urban planning. And I would say now I am bringing urban planning to a lot of political struggles. One tool Chandra uses when doing urban planning work is asking communities about their values, cultures, and traditions. I think a value is the way that we express what is important to us. Chandra sees values as a foundation for culture. Culture to me is the way that you kind of take a value in practice, kind of beyond your own individual importance and more the ways that you put them into practice in the world. Values are a foundation for culture. And then culture, perpetuated over time, 
creates traditions. And then traditions to me is is adding a time dimension to that and thinking about how those values and culture are sustained throughout time. So to think about what future you want, you can think about what values are important to you, what culture you want to create from those values, and what traditions you want carried on when you're gone. If thinking about values, culture, and traditions feels too abstract, Chandra has a simpler question she asks herself to distill those concepts into a more concrete image. What kind of ancestor do you want to be? Because it's the ability to imagine myself in a future tense. And so I am reflecting on what is important to me and and what those values are. And I am framing interactions in my relationships with people in my community and with the world as an opportunity to create culture. And then I also have to ask questions of that community about how we are preparing to sustain that. So, listener, let's breathe for a moment. If you can, take a deep breath in, then hold that breath for three seconds, and then exhale for three seconds. What kind of ancestor do you want to be? How do you want your legacy to live on after you've passed on? When Southside Weekly put out this prompt on social media, we got two responses. Both were text messages that I'll read now. Jacob Wall sent us this. I want to be the kind of ancestor that actually helped future generations. Like, actually. On an individual basis, parents try to provide a better world for their children, maybe out of instinct. But this has never really been applied at the scale of our entire society, due to vast corrosive forces of oppression and violence, at least in this country. Because of this, it seems not much has ever really changed. It requires radical hope to believe a better world is possible, to believe that we are capable of more than endurance or survival. Our future deserves way better than we were given, but we can build that future. Irishia Bennett sent us this text. I want to be an ancestor of wisdom and integrity. I want to remind my descendants of the wisdom that they hold within and to act with integrity. I want to also remind them that their emotions and sensitivities are important and essential for their well-being. This episode is part of a series on envisioning new worlds. 
There are five short episodes total, so I encourage you to listen to all of them. You can read the accompanying print piece at southsideweekly.com. Want to share your thoughts on the interviews or the prompts? Call or text 331-308-0773. That number again is 331-308-0773.